Welcome to the Health Coach Nation podcast. I'm your host, Haley Rowe, and I help you get clients consistently, market your standout offers, build your business foundations like your messaging, your niche, your offer, and I help you build a sustainable, profitable coaching business that works with your schedule. And I'm so excited to dive into the show. Here we go. Guess what? I'm so excited to announce that my free private training sharing how to book paying clients consistently without posting more or needing a big audience is now live for an encore. You can check it out at HaleyRowe.com slash training. You get to learn more about the inner circle. You get to learn the behind the scenes of what I share with my clients and learn how you can get your next clients without needing to obsess with stressful launches annoying tech, all that kind of stuff. So check it out and can't wait to hear how it goes for you. Hey, today we're talking about how to create more ease in your business. And if you are a coach or an online entrepreneur and you feel like sometimes it's hard, am I doing the right things? Why is this taking so long? Today's interview is going to be for you. We're going to bring on Nikita. She's going to tell us how to create more ease and flow in your business, especially if you have limited time, especially if you have kids or you have things um, that sometimes you would say get in the way of your business. So I'm gonna bring her on, here we go. In the meantime, if you're here live, comment any questions you have about business. All right, hey, how are you? Hey, good. Oh, can you hear me okay? I can. Can you? hear me sorry that's not yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Woo! all right welcome so I'm super excited to chat with you today about creating more ease in your business because I think this is something everybody wants um yes. tell us how you why you had to create more ease in your business and why you do what you do and what you do well thank you so much for having me Haley yeah I live with chronic illness and I think it's one of those things that ease doesn't actually come easy to me. <laughs> um, so it started to be something that I had to figure out what would create more ease in my life and uh, like bring this alignment and also help me to grow my business. So um, it looks different every day. I like to tell people like I don't hold fast to like ease looks like this every single day because it might be different. Mm -hmm. But I do give myself that permission every day to kind of lead into like what is my body telling me today and where are my strengths going to be best used? And that's to me, the core of what I teach and what I coach about is like, sometimes we hear a lot about the learning and growing. And I think all of those things are important. But for me, what I found is that when I had the best results was when I was leaning heavily into my strengths that came a little bit easier than the things that don't come so easy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay, so the first step you think is getting into what is our strengths? What are we good at? Where's the lowest hanging fruit type of thing, right? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I was just on a call with a woman who's amazing and one of her strengths is kindness. And you would think, how do I bring that into my business as a strength? And it's like, it's actually not that easy for a lot of people to be kind. <laughs> yeah. 
right? Like it's not easy. So for her, like having a conversation one-to-one with someone can become a lot easier to her to have than showing up on social media and trying to talk to the masses. But maybe if she's talking to a small group of community, that makes a better um, exchange of her time and her ROI and ROE. So I think in um, return of investment, obviously, as in money um, and time, but I also think of return of energy. And that is something that I really focus on with my clients because we have what we call limited spoons, limited energy at times. And if you have kids or if you have multiple businesses or if you're living with chronic illness, we need to really spend our time and things that return our energy and also return in our time and our financial investment. Nice. Okay. So how can somebody ask themselves maybe some questions to get clear on their strengths? Maybe they're like, I don't have any. I'm lost. I don't know what I'm doing. What would you say to help them get more clear on that? Yeah. So one of the things um, I like to say is usually there's strengths that you don't, you kind of shrug off. It's like the things that people say to you all the time, like, oh man, why do you, how come that's so easy for you? Like explain that to me a little bit. And you're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, like one of my strengths is social intelligence. If, if you will, like I, I could be in a room and kind of pinpoint where and what people are feeling so if you're empath which i believe most most coaches in some way shape or form kind of take on people's emotions that can be a strength and if you learn on like how can i use that to my advantage that's great so questions are one question could be what comes easy to me what comes super easy to me and what are things people what are things that people are telling me that say, that say like, how can I do that? Like, can you teach me how to do that? That could be a sign of strengths that you just are oozing. <laughs> You're yep. oozing out of your Love that. Okay. And what about, you said return on energy. I love that. So yes, return on investment. We want to get our return on our money, our time. Return on energy. Tell me a little more about what that could look like and what that really means on a deeper level. Yeah, so for me, that looks like true alignment in your business and in your marketing, like, and in your offerings and in who you serve. Um, I believe that obviously we're going to expend energy. It's something that's going to happen because we're humans and that's science. But I believe that if you're flowing into things that kind of give, fill your cup back up, it kind of helps you find more ease. So for example, if you're feeling some, I like to tell people, if you're feeling some resistance and energy drain, like you have a bucket and there's holes in it after you're working with a client or you're talking about an offer or you are writing an email about an offer and you feel like it's just pulling all of your energy and you need to take a nap or you need to eat something like some something that help bring your hype up, um, your energy up, it could be something that's draining your energy and it's not serving you. So it's not really a return of an energy. It's not even maybe not even a return in investment. It could be something that's even costing your business money because you're trying to force something to work that's completely in polar opposites of your actual zones of genius, right? And so for me, that looks like, you know, maybe it's an offer that I actually am not excited about. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. And so I want to look at my offers. I want to be excited by them. Um, and I also want to feel re-energized by them. So if you have any offers in your business that you feel like it's just 
sucks. <laughs> I don't know the best word to explain it, except it's just like if it's pulling from you and you obviously are going to have some ex like some tiredness, but you need something to want you to be excited to talk about it. People are energized by what you feel about your product and your service. So I definitely think that there's anything in your business that you feel a bit, not even a bit, you feel really tired. That's mm -hmm. That's a return of investment or an energy of your of yourself. So maybe tweak some things, maybe shift some things around, maybe lean more into the thing in that offer that like really lights you up. Yeah. Versus things that don't. Totally. Yeah, I think there's a couple of really good points there. One of the things that um, helps me think about what excites me is I always like to think about what has worked in the past and what could I bring back that I haven't done in a while or, you know, just what could, what could increase my, you know, excite yeah. with my audience. And so I like how you said that. And then I think the other thing you mentioned though, but I want to decipher the difference is there's things that you feel excited and passionate about in your business. And of course you want to let that lead the way. But I also think it's important to understand that not every single, if you're a solopreneur, you're not going to be excited about doing your bookkeeping and you're not going to be excited about certain things you have to do or learn skills you have to learn or changing your relationship with sales if you hate sales and see it as bad. But it is kind of part of the prerequisites or requirements. So how does somebody maybe um, if they're struggling with that piece, what would you say on how can they not let that drain their energy completely, but still get the job done? So I love that question because you're absolutely right. This is something I work with my clients. This is like the mindset of there are things in our business because it is a business that most people don't like doing. Like you got into this business to do it for all the other reasons besides bookkeeping and um, marketing and sales. Like most of us didn't get into business for that. So what I like to tell my clients to do is to really sandwich and also see if there is actually something in that process that you do enjoy. I definitely think that for any part of your, <clears throat> excuse me, for any part of your business, you're wanting to, um, even in the things that maybe not come so easy to you that you have to work harder on, I still think we can find enjoyment in it if we shift the if we shift the the mindset around like what is this purpose for? So let's just take bookkeeping and money for example. I'm one of those people. I do not enjoy that. But when I am doing it, I like to incorporate things like music and aromatherapy and things that help me get over the mindset of like, I hate looking at numbers. I hate looking at all of these things and trying to balance my books. I don't enjoy that until I get to a point in my business that maybe I can outsource that. Then of course, that's probably the first thing I'm gonna let go. Um, if it's social media, maybe it's not something you enjoy, but maybe you can show up doing social media in a way of doing something that you do enjoy. Maybe it's cooking, maybe it's um, knitting and stuff like that, or whatever your 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 strengths are, your creativity that you are. I definitely think you can bring those things into the things that you don't enjoy. And anything that you need to learn in order to get to the next level, I think sandwiching them in between things that you do enjoy. So if, let's say, as a health coach, you really enjoy doing research about the latest and greatest ways of taking care of your gut. Or um, maybe you're a, a Pilates instructor and you love incorporating like the mythology and the um, 
the methodology of how your brain works during um, Pilates, that's something you enjoy. Maybe you do that first before you do your social media content. Like you do that <clears throat> research, excuse me. Hydrate, woo woo. That's yeah. enough to increase your energy. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I have like a tea cup and a water bottle <laughs> today. I double fist, I got my <laughs> in my water. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I definitely think you can um, sandwich the things and find, if you can find enjoyment, even in the things that you don't like, to me, that is what is the sign of a true entrepreneur, because even in the things that you don't enjoy, you can find some enjoyment because maybe it's getting you to your mission. It's getting to you, to your, your dreams and your vision for your life. I think it becomes a lot easier if you change the, the focus. Yeah, I think that's really well said. And I, what excites me about it or whenever I get stuck in like the day-to-day -day stuff I always like to reconnect to what's the future that doing this right now is creating and it's very easy to focus on just in wanting instant pleasure or gratification but the more in your business you learn how to shift to that long-term vision and that excitement of the future you're building I think the better and I like the way you said sandwich things like, or have a reward or gamify something yeah. you want to do. So maybe there's, I, I don't know, for me, I, what are some ways you could gamify or like make it more exciting instead of like setting up music or anything like that when you're doing something, any tips when it comes to maybe how could you gamify things? Yeah, so let's give me a thing that you don't like to do. Like, let, let me think of something. Yeah, I really, um, oh man, there was something yesterday. Now I'm drawing a blank. Um, I do not love filming ads. It's very inconvenient. I got to look good. I got I to, I'm staring at the camera. It's weird. That's not my favorite thing. Yeah. So I, I find that um, potentially doing something where it's like, if I can do this in a, in a period of time, then I can reward myself. So I, I'm similar when it comes to like, like writing emails. I've gotten better at enjoying writing emails, but I definitely feel like it's a time suck that I don't want to have to do, like, <laughs> you know, but it does help me in reaching and grow my audience so it's something we need to do and so for me gamifying that or something like the videos is like okay can I get this done in you know 30 minutes versus an hour right let me gamify that and then if I do get it done in 30 minutes I like give myself a treat like I always have a little treat or something that I could like nibble on or like something fun in that way I, I definitely think if you do it with a partner of gamifying it to me makes it a little bit easier so I have accountability buddies where I'm like hey at this time on this day whoever gets done with their email whatever set of things that they're doing um well i i can give them 10 bucks like if you intensify the need to get it done it may not be enjoyable but maybe the pain is actually better than the pleasure right so like if you're like hey um a business busty hey i we're gonna be recording some video ads today and i do not want to be doing this all day and i want to have fun and i want to try to get out of the way maybe that's something you could try is partnering up with someone saying like hey 
we're going to get this done, not going to overthink it because when we don't enjoy things, we start overthinking things sometimes. Um, so when you have a, another pillar of something pushing you, this could help you in that way. So definitely an interesting way to gamify that. <laughs> Paying somebody or treating yourself. <laughs> For sure. Actually, that makes a good point because I think what I told myself to not drive myself crazy anymore because the first time I did it, I spent so much time on it and I had so many ads to review at the end and I was like, which one's the best and did I do it right? And then nowadays my thing is like, you have three chances you better get it right <laughs> and, then, and then moving on or I'll have like a 10 minute block before a call and I'll be like you have to get the 30 second thing done right now so I think I don't know if that's gamifying it might just be um getting it done figuring it out <laughs> but yeah okay so really well said what about um does anybody here who's live have any questions about creating more ease in your business or have something you hate doing in your business that you want advice on anything like that feel free to comment uh below but for me personally i think one of the other things is how do we get more comfortable with um things sometimes not being easy any tips for motivating ourselves in a different way or trying yeah. to yeah, I totally get it. I, I One question that I always use for myself and I tell my clients is like, what, what part of my strength am I not intentionally bringing to this thing, right? Um, for example, I'm going to go back to emails because emails literally is the thing in my business that is very challenging for me. But it's because I was thinking about it and trying to do it in a very specific way that wasn't actually natural for me. And so when I started asking myself, well, how can I tap into my creativity more intentionally to create these emails? How can I tap into like the good things that I already know that are about myself into this? Like honesty is a huge thing for me. I'm like, oh, well, if I'm sharing a story that's really honest um, and vulnerable in a way, I feel a lot easier about writing an email than like sitting there writing an email about business strategy or mindset strategy or something like that. So I always like to tell people just to think of something, if it's difficult, what part of you are you not bringing that is easy for you? And it might take you out of this like tunnel vision of that it has to be a certain way and help you bring yourself more into it and it also bring something you actually are good at to this thing that is a challenge. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, and I think, um when you said like one person like go in with an intentional thing meaning like this time i want to be one percent better in x y and z or this time i want to try this new approach and you come in with more curiosity rather than attachment to like it has to go this way yeah. which feels much worse and feels really like pressure filled i think going that curiosity and like, oh, I wonder if this time I do it this way, if it's going to be better, if I bring in my creativity, how could that look? So um, Amy, Joe Pilates, thank you for commenting. She said, what do you have? What about advice when it comes to overwhelm and needing to get things done or feeling like you should get things done? Okay. Yeah, I don't see any of the questions, um, Haley. So that's why I'm I'm not pulling okay. them on but my screen. So, so we, we you got it. Any <laughs> overwhelm? Okay, so I would say, um, 
I, I have found personally and with my clients that sometimes the overwhelm is that we're trying to, we're looking at all of the things versus looking at the one step forward, right? So it's like looking up a stairwell of stairs and being like, I got to get to the top to get to where I want to go versus looking at each step. And so what I like to tell my clients and just for me personally, is like, what is the next thing that will make the most impact towards where I want to be? And I break that down, even if it might need to be smaller. And I'm okay with that. Like I make a priority list of the things that will move me closer. I can't get it all done. We can't get it all done, y'all. Like it's not going to happen in one day. But I definitely think if you start prioritizing the most high impactful things that get you to where you want to go, the less overwhelm you'll have. So maybe it's like you want to, you know, grow your social media platform. I don't know if this is something I know, Amy Jo. Um, so maybe for her, she I definitely think she's like working on Pinterest. So one of the things she might be working is like, I want more views and I want more traffic to my site and all those different things. But what is the one step or two steps that you can start to take today that helps that happen? So maybe it is creating um, really impactful, powerful visuals, and maybe it's taking more pictures. That's something. Or maybe it's actually serving your past clients to ask them like, hey, what drew you to what I'm doing? So I definitely think if you just focus on the things that are most impactful to move you to your next goal, can remove that feeling of like, I have to do all of the things. I usually tell my clients, think of three things, three, just three. And if you can get those three things done within a period of time, you can feel like you've gotten at least a one or two steps closer. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I Amy Jo, if you want my overwhelm masterclass, I have a free class teaching how to break down the overwhelm and where to start. Um, so just DM me the word overwhelm if you want that later. But as far as um, next steps for people, how they can connect with you, how they can stay connected. Where can people find you? Yeah, you can find me at Thrive with Nikita. That is where you find me on all the social platforms. Um, I have a podcast as well called She's Crafted to Thrive, where I talk to other wonderful women like Haley, um, and where they share their journey and their story of growing a business with the different life hurdles that they're experiencing, and they're doing it their way. I'm a true believer that um, there is not a one way to do anything. There is a your way to do it and learning and growing in that place. And that's where you find your superpower, if you will, to find that success. I love that. Yeah. And one more little quote to add to the overwhelm pieces that I like is you can have it all, but not all at once. Yes. Or do you want it all at once? You kind of <laughs> want to tackle one thing at a time. And um, we'll leave you with that today. So Thank you so much for coming on and I can't wait to be on your podcast as well. And we'll talk soon. Yeah, same here. Thank you again, Haley. Have a good one. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. And if it's really helpful for you, I'd really appreciate if you share it and or leave a written podcast review. This tells the podcast sites that our show is useful and it will be promoted to more people that way. Thanks again.